sit silky broken in the whole moon it's like blood the water tint the color red lord help me in that flood i walk this place of living to get myself right so much quicksand i wonder if i'm walking right i turn to prayer and petition god have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past of course i have everyone does background checks now which makes it hard to bounce back what do you I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is Jaden Gum, and this is Background Check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving felon, so tell them that I won't back down now. You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn. You are tuning in to Background Check. Hey everyone, welcome to Background Check Podcast, where we believe your background shouldn't hold you back. Oh, she's not here. Uh, it should pay you back. Uh, we also uh, are brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past real realize their future. Uh, we also are brought to you by the Wayback Reentry Program in Dallas, Texas. Uh, if you're getting anywhere near the Dallas area and you need some help with reentry resources, they have everything. They have everything from clothing, hygiene, uh, what, what else they got? Uh, it, bus passes, transportation. They even have counseling if you need counseling. Uh, uh, job specific like skills, uh, they'll help you with job search, but then they'll also help you with creating resumes and different things like that, programs you want to learn. Uh, very, very amazing program. T Ray, La Heather. Katie, all the rest of y'all over there at Wayback, we appreciate what you guys do. And uh, we we just want to make sure you, the inmate, knows uh, that they want to help you as much as you need help. Okay, now they, they don't provide housing, but they have some, uh, some transitional houses like ours that they can recommend. But other than that, they don't like just, they won't be able to give you a list of, you know, landlords and all that that are uh, renting out. But, but we'll be able to help with that. Uh, if you want to give us a call when you get out, but uh, the information for the way back is right there on the screen right now. Uh, we'll also put it at the end of the episode as well. All right. So uh, listen, I'm Jaden Gum. I'm your host, and uh, it's a pleasure to get to do this. Thank you to everyone who listens out here in the free world uh, on our YouTube channel, uh, Apple, Spotify, everywhere. Uh, the audio and the video is played. You can watch it from our own website, but it'll just be the YouTube link. Make sure if you listen to it on YouTube, you hit that subscribe button so you'll get every episode that we upload uh, to YouTube. And uh, everything you see on YouTube is also available on Pando. We have adjusted a few videos on Pando, but everything you see out here on YouTube. So when you get out, oh, here we go. Uh, reminders. It's good to make sure you set these phones. You can set reminders and it'll help you stay on track with things. And that was a reminder. Um, what was I talking about? When you get out, listen, so important. When you get out, call me, go to the website, forgivenfelons.org, go to the contact page. My cell phone number is on there. Call me, text me, my email number, my email address is on there as well. So many people are doing it and so many people are getting connected out here with us. Some of them are coming to breakfast Bible study. Some of them are coming to Christmas parties. Lucas, your parents came. That was amazing. Uh, but it's it's important. When you get out, call me. I don't care if you're from Oregon, Massachusetts. I'm talking with somebody from Massachusetts. Corey, been out for a few uh, couple months now, and he's doing amazing things. Starting his own podcast. I'm about to go on their podcast as well. But uh, no matter where you 
no matter where you get out from, just know that you can call and text and we're here for you. Okay. Cause we love doing this content on Pando and YouTube, but our main goal is what, how can we help you when you get out? And even, even if it's just a phone call, encouragement, text message, whatever, but, but we can't do it unless you contact us first. So contact us when you get out, uh, get our, get our, um, our phone number off the website. Like I said, forgivenfelons.org. And then, uh, if you want to keep calm, I'm a forgiven felon shirt. When you get out, I got you. All right. But you got to call me and send me your address. And then you got to take a picture and send it to me. All right. Um, listen, all of you who have sent stuff for Christmas and, uh, and beyond, even till now, uh, we're still getting stuff. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Life row. Uh, we got the mint sticks. Jessica got the mint sticks. I got the six, ba six brown bags of coffee. Thank you so much, everybody who sends stuff, uh, uh, all the ornaments, all the cards, all, I mean, just even, I think Jeff uh, Westbrook sent me some cards. Thank you guys. Uh, some hand drawn stuff. Thank you so much. Um, so I, I, I want to say thank you. We, we're not, we're not able to say everything on air. Uh, we're not able to respond, you know, right away to you when we first receive stuff, but thank you. Uh, thank you for, thank you for all of it. It means a lot to us. All right. Uh, let's see. Hey, listen, if you are needing a parole officer or not a parole officer, you're all going to have one unless you, uh, long way discharge. Uh, if you are needing a, um, parole attorney, okay. Whether you have had one and you need a, a new one or you've never had one and you think about getting one, I want to introduce you to Marshall Millard parole lawyer. I think he's episode 149. Okay. And, uh, go listen to it. Go watch his episode. And if you're out here and your family watch on YouTube and y'all need a parole lawyer, Marshall Millard. Okay. His number is on the episode several times. So go watch the episode, get his number. He wants you to call him directly and make sure you tell him you heard it on background check podcast, or you got, or you got the number from, from us forgiven felons. Okay. Uh, so let me see. Uh, don't forget. We got the, uh, we got the, um, John Maxwell, uh, 15 Irrefutable Laws of Growth. We're going to start out with doing seven of them, seven of our favorite ones, me and Twan. Twan, just on episode 154. Uh, we're excited. We're so excited uh, to do this. It's going to be what the next, uh, I don't know, seven or eight weeks of background check-ins are going to be all about. All right? So uh, if you want that book, we will wait a couple of weeks to air the first one. But if you want that book, 15 Laws of Irre Invaluable Growth, uh, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth uh, by John Maxwell. Tell your family to order it. Uh, I think somebody in Missouri, Michael Edgerson, wrote and said they're going to start a class up there and follow along with us. That's great. Also, don't forget, we're, I'm doing this with the um, uh, the Wisdom Challenge, that book. If you want to get that, I'm doing that with the residents out here. If you want to do that, go along with us. You're welcome to. Okay. Um, I did tell you guys, if you had holiday jokes or you might be a felon jokes, to send them in. And you did. Uh, Ricky Pearson sent some holiday jokes in. Uh, what kind of sheets does the ginger man, gingerbread man, put on his bed? I'll give you a second to guess. Uh, cookie sheets. <laughs> but does he tie a knot in each end is what I want to know. Uh, let's see. Why did the gingerbread man go to the doctor? Because he was feeling crummy. Crumb, C-U-R-M-B, crummy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Wayne. Wayne who? Wayne in a manger. Away oh, in a manger. Pretty funny. All right, let's see. Let's do uh, 
Knock, knock. Who's there? Hannah. Hannah who? Hannah Partridge in a Pear Tree. That's from the song as well. All right. Um, those are holiday jokes. Listen to these, though. Michael Etchison from Missouri sent in these. I, I, I'm not reading all your jokes, Michael and uh, Ronnie, but I'm reading a few. All right. Uh, Michael says, you might be a felon if you um, bust up a mint stick and put it in your Starbucks coffee. Uh, that is for sure. Also, you might be a felon if you bust up that mint stick and it, it breaks in, in four separate pieces equally. That's, you know, you're a good felon. <laughs> uh, you might be a felon if you, out here, if you peel the labels off your deodorant just in case you need it. You know, like for tape and all that. Oh, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Um, you might be a felon. And listen, guys, I have, uh, you guys have wrote these in. I changed a little bit of the wording on some of them. Um, you might be a felon if you've ever asked someone at Cracker Barrel restaurant, uh, hey, you going to eat that cornbread? <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. You might be a felon out here if you, uh, every time you buy a package of T-shirts, you set one aside for visitation day. You might be a felon. Um, Ronnie Morgan. All right, Ronnie Morgan. Uh, you might be a felon if you get pulled over by a police officer and then the first thing you do is get out of your car and start stripping. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Um you might be a felon if you give your wife a grocery list or, I mean, if uh, if you give your wife a grocery list and at the top of it you write sub all. That's a good one. That's a good, you know, your commissary list, uh, when you give it to uh, the commissary person, if they don't have that item, if you write sub all at the top, that means whatever they don't have, they're going to sub give you a substitute. So funny. Good stuff. Good stuff. I love it. Uh, listen, Mark Jones. Mark Jones. I met Mark Jones. He's a CO. Uh, at the uh, Hughes unit in Texas Department of Criminal Justice. I met him when I went in to do a service. He shared with me that he was a Christian hip-hop uh, artist, writer, uh, rapper, and I just said, hey, man. I said, obviously, you got a story behind it if you're rapping. Uh, I'd love for you to come on the show and uh, share your story. And he did. This was uh, this was uh, a couple months ago, but he uh, we recorded it then, and uh, it's going to air now. And we're just so excited. We're proud of him, everything he does uh, for his service, but also just for his creativity and letting God use him. So uh, enjoy the show. And at the at the end, we pray. So if you want to get saved at the end of the show, we pray. Uh, love y'all. Don't let your background hold you back. Make it pay you back. Uh, what are your goals for this year? Are you writing down goals? Write down goals, smart goals. Look at the other um, Wednesday's episode. Go watch the episodes, 12 Days of Christmas. Watch it. Watch the the one that I just released, Smart Goals. Watch it. It's it's amazing. Um, Jess is great. And um, we just love you guys. We love you guys. And uh, we pray that you have a really good uh, weekend. Uh, this may air on Saturday night. And then uh, pray that you're all, all next week. I'm repping Steelers. Obviously, I've been praying that they lose so we could get our coach fired or move to a different position and start over. Because he's never going to get fired or replaced as long as he keeps having these winning seasons of nine and eight. Um, sorry, uh, nine and eight to me is not a winning season. Mediocrity is not winning. Okay, y'all. But now that he's already secured his winning season, uh, I'm going to go ahead and cheer for us. Now I'm praying. I'm hoping that we do beat the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm all about us winning again. At first, I was all about draft picks. You know, let's just. I want to secure. Let's just lose. Have the coach move on and then get some better draft picks, but doesn't look like that's going to happen. Another year of mediocrity, and uh, but now I'm cheering for us to beat the Ravens. All right, so um, love y'all. I'm thankful for y'all. 
I'm thankful. I'm super thankful for y'all. And uh, God has a plan for you, just like he had a plan for me uh, on September 18th, 2003, in that ad seg sale, solitary confinement, where I was at the worst moment of my life. Don't forget, reminder, I was at the worst moment of my life, and God showed up. And uh, he reminded me he had a plan for me, plans to give me hope and a future, not to harm me. And he does his part, and I do mine. And sometimes when we get out from under the umbrella of favor of God, life can get rough, and we think it's God's fault, like he stopped doing his job. But his umbrella of favor, his umbrella of grace, his umbrella of mercy never moves. So if we experience him gone from us, it's because we moved. So make sure you stay in bad things. God may still allow bad things to happen, but when you're under his umbrella of favor and grace and mercy, you respond better to those things that happen to you. Okay. So that's just for free. I wouldn't even plan on talking about that, but, but, uh, stay strong. You people that are, uh, contemplating suicide, God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. You people that you guys that have, have, uh, survived heart attacks recently. God has a plan for you. You, if he didn't, if he didn't have anything else for you to do, you'd be dead. So um, God has a plan for each and every one of y'all. I know some of y'all go through some crappy things in there. You get beat up, you get raped, you get all these things. And I can't imagine what that feels like. But you're alive and God loves you. He knows what happened to you and he still has a plan for you. Call out to him today. All right. Uh, here's Mark Jones. Hey, at the end of this episode, I play uh, the whole album of Biblical Intent by Mark Jones. So just listen. It's all audio. There's no video. It's all audio. But at the end of this episode, I play the whole album. So um, anyway, we want to thank Mark for coming on. And thank you for watching every week. Share the love. Spread the word. All right. And um, we love y'all. Bye. Lord, speaking to the metaphors in my heart, despite small portions with clarity from the start. People say love fall from your lips. Angels carrying my words through heaven on many trips. I need God to touch my soul. I'm designed for clarity with heaven as my goal. Smiles are hard to trust. Created in Christ Jesus to do good work is a must. Early transcendence to living. I seek the King. Help me to focus on the care that you bring. Cancel my Worry or fear, let me inherit the heavens. Receiving this promise that's sincere. Hard times circulate inertia. It don't hurt us as disciples when it bless us. A poverty never felt beautiful for anything. Turn my poverty into something beautiful for the right thing. For the right thing. Welcome to Background Check Podcast, everyone. We're here with Mark Jones. On his album, Biblical Intent, this is called Watch the Moon. Y'all enjoy it. It 
will be times in the sun and the moon and the stars I can't keep God off my mind like the stars I may not do right all the time forgive me separate my thinking like you separating night and day for me I understand after tribulation the sun is black and the moon is dull the fourth angel sounds off to hear it in your skull like the six silk you're broken in the whole moon it's like blood the water tint the color red lord help me in that flood i walk this place of living to get myself right so much quicksand i wonder if i'm walking right i turn to prayer and petition god to anoint me allow me to keep my oil until you come for me helping me to know you better it's her Admit you, I'm guilty of it, but I know you to be true. Being to recognize and follow your voice as I grow to know you and you love me. I'm glad that I know you. I'm glad that I know your voice and that you here with me and that you walking with me. I'm glad that you chose me. Man, come on, everybody. Welcome once again to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. and Gum, and uh, today we are with uh, the Mark Jones. What's up? Going? What's going on, man? Man, I'm doing good. Blessed to be here. Blessed to, man, just be amongst the living and over here with you, man. So. Oh, man. Well, thank you for making the trip up. We appreciate you for doing that, and uh, thanks for th- to coming and sharing some of your music with us, man. I've been listening to it ever since I got to know you, and uh, and I've I've enjoyed it, man. I've enjoyed it. So, thank how, you. how was the trip up here from Waco? Uh, I was or pretty, clean. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, got up early. Uh, you know, did my prayers and my praise and worship, of course. I yeah, got to do that every day. Yeah, so that's a good start. Way to start. So I was like, okay, Lord, you know, I need you to work through me shine and uh just you know let your presence be felt yeah while i go to do this because i know a lot of people i'm gonna hear it a lot of people want to you know know um what the show is gonna be about yeah and uh they want to you know get more insight that help them out in their life so right. i was like okay lord you know you know what mark uh one thing we were so caught up trying to fix my camera and making sure we had your music right that uh, i didn't pray off air normally i pray off air before we start All we right. didn't do that today so now let's go ahead and pray on air right, while man, we get the go. thing going let's you ready go. yeah father in the name of jesus we thank you holy spirit we invite you into this studio we invite you into our questions and answers we invite you into mark's testimony we invite you into the music we ask you to flow through every part of this episode today lord we pray that every part of of mark's story that shows your grace your mercy uh your goodness your redemptive power lord touches somebody's life somewhere all the way up to washington state to maine down to south texas and california and florida we ask you lord just the holy spirit you take over this episode this is not an episode of background check. This is an episode of Holy Spirit, have your way. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, man. Well, um, Mark, man, you know, we met we met in prison. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's what you do. You know, you you're a correction officer and uh and that and that's how we met. And uh, and then and then you I heard you were a Christian rapper as well. 
And uh, so I thought, all right. And then I asked if you had a story, and he said, oh, yeah, I got a good story. And I thought, all right, well, we just need to get you on the show, man, and uh, showcase some of your music. And uh, I've enjoyed getting to know you through your music and uh, listening to your style. I like your style of music. And so, you know, because everybody's got their own style. Yes, they do. And, and, And we listen to music based on what style we like. You know, uh, some people like that Drake sound with his hand over the microphone and talking like, rapping like that. You know, some people like that. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you for coming, carving time out of your day to do this. And uh, and thank you for sharing some of your music with us, man, and your story and your heart. I appreciate you. All right. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know we know we know you're a CO. Um, you know, there's nothing, you don't need to go into detail about that, but you know, we, you're a rapper, you got a family, you know, uh, tell us about your family. Tell us about your, you know, your, how'd you get into rapping? Uh, <clears throat> I got into music, uh, fairly young. So, um, in school, I mainly was just trying to be the person that, um, that just was fairly known i guess uh i mean i had popularity stuff like that and um people know me to you know fight stuff like that in school <laughs> okay so you, so you had a little anger issue yeah uh i did and i didn't know where all that came from you know later on in life you know with my dad being in and out of jail stuff like that at the time it was just me and my mom and my sister came later so uh I was in school, and I was hit with poetry. And I was like, you know, reading poetry, stuff like that. I was like, it's pretty good. And I was took I took a liking into it because I was like, man, you know, that kind of says what I want to say, but in a different way, and it has a lot more meaning and a vibrance to it, rather. Yeah. So I was like, man, I got into poetry, started writing it. And, of course, I listen to rap music, stuff like that, and Tupac was prevalent, um, and a lot of other ones, uh, Tyler Kweli, uh, Andre 3000, stuff like that. It was, like, pretty prevalent guys out there, so I was like, man, I, I, I think I could turn this poetry into, you know, rapping, you know? And yeah, I mean, that's all it is, really. Yeah. Rapping is just poetry in motion, man. Yes. So I, I, I took it, and I started writing it, and... Uh, I was like, man, it's got to be a better concept to how these guys is flowing. So I uh, write in, I, you know, rap to my friends and stuff. And uh, my friend, like, I didn't know it, but he would get the song, he'd keep it, and he like, spray painted gold and stuff. He like, man, I'm telling you, man, you're going to be this and that. And I'm like, okay, appreciate it. But <laughs> I like, you know, like, read what I'm saying, you know. He's like, that's good, man. Don't worry about it, man. I'm gonna be a manager, stuff like that. <laughs> just, oh wow, we just little kids, man, going yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So, I I got into music and I started writing about a lot things that I went through uh, with people, um, dating, uh, stuff like that. So, and I just continued to write. So, in times I wouldn't write, I just go outside. Be uh, and one was like pretty big part. Yeah. So I go outside, I do and one trick and stuff like that with my cousin. And, Who's your favorite and one player? Oh, man. Uh, I want to say Hot Sauce. Yeah, Hot Sauce was pretty good, man. I like um, Hot Sauce. 
professor and uh half I know I remember half man, half amazing. And have uh, you seen the documentary? There's a documentary ab- about about the N one, the whole N one. Like I, where where they how they how they came up, but then like how they ended as well. So I think I may have seen it. It's pretty good. So you, so can you hoop? Yeah, I still oh, can on. do some of that Are stuff. You sure? Yeah, I still can do some of that stuff. It, you know, I know. You know, I gotta you know practice just a little bit. I gotta get warmed up. Get, yeah, get the, like that because I, I did it to my friend actually in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, he was like, "Man, you think you this? You think you that?" I said, "Man, you don't understand, man." I when I went to the and one thing in Alabama, and uh, I was a part of the little league because they had like okay. different games. So I was, I got in there and our team lost like um, about the fifth game, and then it was ten games. So uh, I was like, okay. I said, I ain't worried about winning or losing, man. I like just playing, doing my tricks, coming up with different th- different stuff. So um, the team that beat us got to number eight, and one of their players got hurt. And came to me. He's like, "Hey man, um, I want y'all. I want you to come be on the team with us." Uh, man got hurt. Um, you know, what I'm saying I knew the guy because I went to school with him, so I ain't had no ill will towards none of them. So I was like, "Man, it's just a game," you know. So got on there and I said, "Yeah, I don't mind doing this." I got to do it. Beat that game eight, beat nine, and then uh, uh, came down to the tenth game. Then we lost that one by like a point, and um, I, I liked that. That was a lot of parts part of my life then so um from outside of that i go back to writing music yeah so i would write uh just regular rap music then r&b then um i was like man you know i write it for god because you know my mom you know keeping me in the church and stuff like that so right um so so you had a mom who was in church yeah. you had a dad who was in and out of prison yes that must have been hard to hard to hard to handle at times it, so, it, so you didn't really grow up with a father figure in your life that was that was present all the time. No, I uh, didn't. But I didn't. One thing that I could say that really uh, changed a lot for me, and I don't know if it changed a lot for other guys, but I hope that it does. I was like, um, you know, being told that you know you outcast, black sheep of the family, stuff like that. You know, all the negativity that they was like. Um, I told him, I said, hey, you know, my dad did that, you know, and that was what he did with his life. I said, when I get up in, you know, my 20s, my, you know, teen, you know, 19, 20, stuff like that, I said, I'm going to do what I want to do. It ain't going to be what he want to do. So I said, you can't label me the same because, you know, I'm different. Yeah. So, of course, you know, they was not laugh that off. Yeah, stuff like that. So I was like, mm. now I heard you say something about Afghanistan. So were you in the military? Yeah, I. How long were you in the military? Four and a half years. Thank you for your service. Uh, thank you. So, uh, uh, was there a war going on over there right now, or right then in Afghanistan when you served? Or yeah, it was okay. it was going on at that time because we was I was kind of all over Afghanistan at the time because we went to Bagram, then went I uh, went to Sharana, went to Ghazni. And then back to Bagram, and um, you know it was, it was a, it was a good and bad time. You had all kind of emotions going. How old on. were you then? Thirty-three, thirty-four. Okay, like so 
All right. So that's, I mean, that's kind of recently, huh? Because you're, you're, you're not that old right now. Nah. All right. So, um, so where, where did you as a young kid, um, you know, without a, without a father figure in your life, but trying to use what happened to him as motivation to do the right thing, um, did that keep you out of trouble or did you kind of get into some trouble? Uh, you know, and if you did, when did, when did all that take place? It had me, it had me get in a lot of trouble, but at the same time, I was like, you know, I'm, I was always willing to help people. So when I worked on cars and stuff like that for people, uh, I did that. So I was like, at least I'm doing some good. But how, who taught you how to work on cars? Where'd you learn that trade? I actually learned that um, very young from my granddad okay. and his friend Larry. Larry had, you know, he was, he was the kind of pretty much hood mechanic. But it was an actual shop, and um, like the one day I never forget, my mom's car broke down, and uh, she called her dad, my granddad, come by, and Larry came with him. So they both work on the car, and me looking at what they're doing, I got inspired to do it to want to learn that. Okay, I was like, man, that's a skill I probably you know could use for the rest of my life, stuff like that. And I'm young, I'm thinking, I'm looking at it like, man, I could, I, I, I could, you know, take that and. Yeah, flip it and do what I want to do with it, and uh, that's first got me started with that. And ever since then, uh, being in Alabama, uh, I would go by Larry's shop. He let me come right in the back because he had a special place for me. Yeah, right there he put in the back. He moved his cars, and he's like, "Hey, that's your spot right there." So when something wrong with your car, bring it in. If you need help, stuff like that. He come back and help me, show me, and. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, he let me do it on my own, and then I yeah. get frustrated, and then he was like, he's like, this is what you do, and then he showed me that. So you did have some, so you did have some men in your life that were yeah, role models and, and, and able to show you the right way to go. Yeah, my That's granddad cool. did a lot. I, I didn't really realize what he did for me, you know, until uh, he died. And when he died, it was like, man, you don't realize all the stuff your granddad did for you. I, and I remember certain things. Um, but I didn't like pay attention to that. So growing up, getting in trouble, fights, uh, detention in schools, <laughs> uh, in school, uh, suspension stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, and that's causing, you know, all kind of trouble for my mom, uh, grades going up and down. Uh, I was, I could tell that the Lord was watching me. Yeah. And looking out for me and keeping me out because certain people would do stuff for me and I didn't realize what they were doing. So uh, my mom, she was like, oh, you know, he's in trouble again, fighting, you know, yada, yada. So she went and joined, you know, got into the church um, as a single mom. And she's like, you know, she told me this one thing that I never forgot to this day. And I know that a lot of men could use this. And um, she said, son, I'm not a man, so I can't teach you everything that a man, you know, needs to know. I can only teach you what a woman knows. So I need you to be around men. So we got in church, you know, she kept me busy, uh, children's church, uh, choir practice, <laughs> Um, I went from 
uh, the children's singing, children choir, to being, um, you know, in the tenors, yeah, and stuff like that, okay. and the singing, and and at, at that time, you know, church was every almost every day. Yeah, yeah know, it seemed like and, growing up, man, it was every day for me too, man. Seemed like they had something going on every night of the week. Prayer, yes. midweek, Wednesday night church, Tuesday night prayer. You know, Thursday night social. I mean, I, all kinds of stuff, man. It seems yes. like you know, there's there's not as much going on at church nowadays as there no. as there was back then. No, okay, that, that right there is foundational to me. Yeah, uh, even though churches don't do that no more because you know you have singles night, marriage night, married couples night, stuff like that, and they really dug in to be like, hey, you know. This is how you want to have a nice setup. So from there, I still write music. And it's kind of um, crazy how I came up with Kingdom Music at a young age. And um, and I wrote it. I still got a paper somewhere at the house because uh, I was going through boxes. And I was like, man, you know, let me try to perform this. So my pastor, she wanted me to get up in front of the church. And she's like, well, you know, you say you rap and stuff like that. So... Uh, say what you got, you know, read it off the paper, do whatever you're going to do. So I did it. And, you know, some people laugh and they didn't get it. And I was like, okay, got it. You know, if I said I'm not going to stop writing Christian music. So I, you know, I kept doing it. And then I was telling to my friend Raymond and he like, he said, oh man, that snaps. That's good, man. He's like, oh snap, man. You know, I like, man, you should do something with that, man. And so, you know, being young, I ain't really think much of yeah. that. So from there, getting out on my own, because uh, I told my mom, you know, I said, I want responsibility. And it kind of shocked her because she's like, well, you know, being a single parent, you know how hard it is, you know, a single mom, because my mom, you know, she um, went and uh, got you know, a certification through college and stuff like that, you know, like two-year college. And she didn't, fin- you know, didn't quite finish that. So, um, you know, she would take me to work with her, and I learned medical stuff. Okay. She's an OGYN, so stuff like that. And uh, I was like, you know, and she's doing a lot. And I told her, I was like, you know, it's time for me to go, and I want responsibility. I see how you pay bills. I see how you do what you do. And I want the same thing. And, and were you a young adult at that time, like early twenties, or how old were you? Man, then? I was, I was about nineteen, twenty. Nineteen, twenty. Okay, so out of high school, you graduate. You graduated high school. Yes. All right. No college. You didn't want to do college. I went to college. Um, I had a kind of a tough time with that because uh, <laughs> being me, I went to school for automotive. And uh, teaching wasn't too good, but at the same time, I would do that. I really wasn't studying, uh, doing the wrong stuff, and trying to keep up with grades and then slip and then got academic probation and all that. Uh, Then I um, did a business administration, and I got hooked on business, and then I didn't finish because I like to work. Right. That's one of my things. So I went and started working three jobs. <laughs> started doing that. So at some point, I know you got you got caught up with some wrong people doing some wrong things. Um, you know, because in life, it's all about people, people, places, and things. Yeah. Hanging around the wrong people at the wrong places doing the wrong things. So uh, at one point, I know you had mentioned you got caught up doing 
doing doing some wrong things. Uh, yeah, talk about that yeah. time in your life. Me at the time, I was always willing to, uh, you know, I always wanted to do stuff to get ahead. But at the same time, hang around your friends and, you know, certain company keeps certain influences. Mm-hmm. So being with them, I was influenced off of what made them hype and what made me hype. So I would get into, uh, you know, taking things, you know, doing stuff that that just ain't right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, being and then as a man, you know, you want your respect. You want, you know, let everybody know who you are and stuff like that. So, I went and um, I heard from my friend. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, you know, them dudes over there disrespecting us because, um, you know, they doing all of this, making all this kind of money." Taking, you know, doing whatever they want to do over here, and we being left out. And uh, he's like, "Man, that disrespectful to me and you." So I was like, uh, "I kind of didn't really see it was disrespectful to me until he it, it actually happened." Right. When it actually happened to the point where he yelled at me, he's like, "Man, you ain't doing this. You ain't nothing. You, you gonna do this? What I told you, you gonna do whatever?" I was like, "Man, hold up. You ain't finna talk to me in a kind of way." Now you felt so, disrespected. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know, me being a humble guy, that right there just kind of pushed all that to the side. So yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm fine." I so talked to my friend Zach, and he told me what was going on, and I said, "Man, you know what?" I said, "Give me a few days, so and we gonna start." So I watched being smart about it and uh, created a way that I can, you know, get things done with them, take and make money. And um, they never even knew what hit them. Yeah. So uh, after a while, um, you know, people talk to you. And I told you, you know, the managers and everything, like people saying, oh, you're doing good. Hey, man, you need to step it up here. And uh, the lady came to me one day. She's like, "Hey, you know, you know, since old boy got fired, uh, they looking at you." So, so y'all had a little thing going, and uh, and and he got fired, and now they're now they're they're trying to figure out what's going on. But um, you're playing the good, the good, the good employee on one yeah. hand, right? Yes. Because I did that same thing too, man. I was like. Because if you're if you're gonna do stuff wrong, you gotta overcompensate and do stuff good, so they won't even believe that you're doing stuff wrong behind their back or right in front of their eyes. Uh, and so that's kind of the way I was. Is it sounds like that's kind of the way? Yeah, I had the way that. you were doing it too, man. Yeah, that's that's a good game you got going on there. Uh, so so when she said they're watching you, what did that make you feel like? It, did you tone it down or double down? Nah, at that point, when she told me that, it made me feel like, uh, how can I say it? I want to say, I want to say it make you feel like, man, I'm on top. I'm the man doing everything. You know what I'm saying? I got everything running. Invincible. I, yeah. So I was, and then another part of me always said, you know, pay attention to that. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, okay, got it. So now I got to reposition how I, how I do stuff. Cause I don't want to get caught up. I gotta maintain both sides, and uh, you know it was going, and it all started coming down when you know you can't touch family members' cars, stuff like that. So, right. uh, 
came through and I did it anyway because the dude was like, man, I can't get this. And I'm like, dude, you already know. You know what I'm saying? I can't even come over here and do this, but you asking for my help. So I was like, well, I can fade it. Yeah. And so I, you were working at a place, we don't even say the name, but you were working at a place where they had a department store and, and a like a mechanic shop out there yeah, too. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So I did it, and that right there, I kind of felt it. You felt it. Like, man, something just started to change. And now I was like, freaking man, you know, hopefully it won't come back to me. But then again, that's when – that's when, you know, guy, I came to work, and that's like, hey, man, do we want to talk to you? And I was like, oh, shoot, who is this? I was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm finna move up a little bit, or, you know, they might need, you know, want to know how I got everything flowing so good, and, and it just wasn't none of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you about the time that I got in trouble like that, and I thought me and my buddy were about to be promoted to bar managers at that, that restaurant. And so he called us in one at a time, and we thought that's what it was going to be. That he was telling us he was moving us up to bar manager, and he's like, "No, this is not about being bar manager." Uh, but we need to know how you. We know what you've been doing for the last three months, and we didn't know how you're doing it, or we're going to press charges. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, man, you know, it was a, it was a challenging time because um, when you think you have everything, and you put so much time and effort into. Uh, maintaining two sides, you realize you realize how draining it was. So yeah. from there, I was like, I said, I ain't worried about it, man. I'm keep my hustle going, I'm keep doing what I'm doing, yada yada. So um, I went on to uh, another job and stuff like that. I really wasn't going to church like that no more. I wasn't reading. I wasn't doing no praise and worship. So the influence of your mom was just totally starting to fade off. Yeah, it, it did. I kind of, I like push it to the side. Yeah. I was like, man, you know, I'm doing what I want to do. And from there, my cousin, you know, he was kind of a motivation for a few things, still doing wrong, females, all that. But I went on. I was like, Lord, you know, I don't want to keep doing all this stuff like here. It got to be something better for me. It has to be. So he showed me a dream. I went to sleep, and I seen uh, it's almost like like you you're in the middle, you know what I'm saying, like in a mall, right? Like a three story mall. You got the first floor, second floor, third floor. I'm in the middle, so he's like, "Well, there's stairs going down in a circle, and there's stairs going up in a circle." And I was like, "Hmm." And then, or I could stay where I'm at and you can go around in the middle in the mall. So he's like, do you want to go downstairs or do you want to go upstairs? And I was like, in the dream, I was like, man, I'm going to go upstairs. And that right there was like, okay, I can stop pushing the military off and tell them to leave me alone. Uh, and, you know, listen to everybody say, man, I'll go there, man. They're going to do this, this and that, man. Don't do that. And I was like, man, nah, man. I, I got to do better. So I joined the military, and I always kept a double mindset because I used to hear how people go to basic and they think they yada, yada, and then come back. And, oh, you act like your stuff don't stink, yada, yada. But me, I'm like, I got to stay who I am, but although I've learned, I got different tools to use. So I went in basic training and um, met people. I got out with AIT. 
in Fort Lee, Virginia. So I left there and then uh, I thought I was going to go home. And it was like, uh, nah, we need people to do this extra training out there in Fort Linwood. I'm like, man, dang. You know, I was like, I hope I, don't wanna, I, hope I ain't one of them. So uh, come down to it, I was one of them. Yeah. So I went out there another four, six. They tried to keep me longer, tried to change all my paperwork to stay out there. <laughs> so I went there, came back, uh, moved to Texas. And then um, we went to Iraq. And when I went to Iraq, I was like, man, you know, Lord, I don't know. And at that time, going through the whole transition process, you know, I was like, okay, I got God with me more. And I started paying attention to what I say, what I do. And, um, you know, one of my sergeants, he was like, you know, He's like, yeah, man, I'm pray God do this and that. And then all of a sudden it just came out. It's like, I said, man, you can't use God like no light switch. I said, you know, when you want to do, you turn them off. Then when you need them, you turn them back on. And then I was like, dang, you know, like I said that to him, but I'm over here, you know, flipping the light <laughs> switch on and off. <laughs> so I said, man, I said, oh, you know, I said, man, you know, I brush it off. I ain't worried about it. And I went to Iraq and it was it was total coach shop. Yeah. Very out of my ordinary, uh, but I was kind of familiar with it because I did go to, uh, I did go to Haiti for a missionary trip for church and stuff like that. So I was like, I should be kind of used to it. But over there, it's totally different. I can relate to the, the poverty. I can, you know, levels that they have um, and the things that they do to make it look easy. Right. So, all right. So obviously you're putting out music now. Uh, when did you, when did you really say, okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing Christian music. I'm going to start doing Christian rap. And when did you get serious about, you know, the, the, cause you got some content out there. So when did you get serious about doing that and say, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go all in with this stuff. I would say I started being more serious about it when I was like, Hey, I got a gift. I might as well use it for God. I might as well, I don't need to use it for the world because everybody doing it. You know, I don't want to be a part of that wide road. So, um, you know, I sat down one day uh, before going all the way in with that, and I said, you know, Lord, you know, I want you to be honest with me. Where am I going to go? You know, because I'm like, I ain't bringing a lot of trouble, a lot of attention to myself, but, you know, still doing things that was wrong and I said Lord you know where am I gonna go you know am I gonna go to heaven I'm going to hell where am I gonna go and you know plain as day because I wanted a sure answer you know when we put that instances in it you know God will give you exactly what you asked for so yep. and he's like Mark you going to hell I said hold up I said hold up I said uh-uh. I said how about you mean I said you know so uh what are you profited 14 of you know, we, start you. You start reading your your past resume. Yeah, it, about it, all the good stuff. Yeah, and I was like, and and, and and you're trying to trying to make you know like 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 you ain't doing stuff wrong now. Like you ain't done stuff wrong recently. So you're reading off your past. We love to do that. We love to do that because hey, I did this and I did that. I've been here and I've been. Even guys get out and they come to our transitional house, you know, and they start doing the wrong thing in our transitional house. And I start coaching them and getting on to them and, and trying to, you know, coach them out of that, that bad mindset. 
They start reading me, hey, man, I, I taught Bible study in prison, and I taught a class, and I was on a faith-based dorm. And they start reading me all their past resume. Yeah. I'm like, but what are you doing now? Yes. But what are you doing now? You know, and that's like you, you were kind of going through that process. I was ordained as a prophet at 14. I was doing this. I was doing that. You know, and God's like, yeah, but what you're doing now is going to lead you to hell. Yes, yes. Cause I, I was and, that, like, and that scared you, huh? Yeah, if I was like, hold up. I said, man, I can't. Because the first thing that came to my mind was um, there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I'm like, oh, dang, that don't sound too good of a place to be. So, you know, and hot, cold, all that. So I was like, man, hold up. I can't be going there. You know what I'm saying? I did all this. And then he, he was like, hey, you got away from knowing me. You know, and I was like, oh, that is true. So I was like, you know what? I have a gift. You gave it to me. I'm going to use it. I'm gonna use it for you. So I, I I said changed over to doing, you know, gospel rap, Christian rap, however you want to say it. And I said it means more. I said, uh, you know, I understand a lot of different things from Baptist, non denominational, Pentecostal, stuff like that. Uh going to all those different churches, having a nice mixture, uh, you know, with that. And I was like, man, I do understand, you know, the word of God in different ways, how a lot of it is spiritual and not, a, you know, not all of it is, you know, flesh because a lot of people came to God in the flesh, but he talked to him in the spirit, although he healed him in the flesh. So I was like, OK, I understand a lot. So I said, Lord, you know, you give me what to write. You know, I'm going to write, you know, as I see, as I think, right, you know, think, see fit, really. But if you change it, change it for me. You know, if 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 it's all something you want me to write, give it to me. I'm write it. And I just started doing it. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna do my music and I want a lot of people to hear it. I never thought to perform it. I never thought to do anything because I know I'm like, this is the word of God and you know, I give it freely. And I want people to hear it. I want people's lives to be changed. I want them to have a different mindset. I know how I am. I'm a humble dude. So when people t come come at me, you know, they be like, man, you know, I like how you said this, how you said that. This right here changed me. And, um, you know, I just went all in. Uh, and I was getting a lot of testimonies from people with, you know, about my music. Uh, this one inmate came up to me and uh, he was like, man. I listened to your music. I told my mom about it. And, uh, you know, because I've been going back and forth with my mom about different things. And she listened to your music, and she said she was getting crunk with it, too. And I was like, uh, but she said, who is this guy talking like that? Yeah. I ain't heard this in a long time. Tell him, keep doing what he's doing. Mm. And, uh, and I was like, Man, that's that was a motivational for me, man. A lot it touched me on a lot of levels because I could see it in his face that it brightened up everything. He's like, man, I haven't struggled with this and that, and I was like, man, you know what? God telling you where to go, go with that. And uh, from there, he got shipped out to another unit though. But um, and I was like, okay, Lord, you know, keep doing this and be around the some good people so yeah uh my friend tall jones he worked with me and uh, he's always sharing the word with me and uh, i share with him and we feed off each other and 
I, I like that a lot because God will put you in a place for, you know, people to feed you yeah. in a different way than what you've already used to being eating. So, mm, you know what I'm saying? So, so, therefore, you can feed them as well because then God will be like, hey, what you went through here and got through here, that will change that person. Yeah. And they'll eat a different way, the way you're eating differently. So good. So, I was like, Man, so we feed each other and stuff. Yeah, um, you know, I, I really like that, and I could tell when people listen to it. And next thing you know, a week later, a couple of days later, you could see the the change in the yeah. facial expression. You know what? What uh, I know, I was just on my phone. I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, pull up some of your songs. You know, uh, let's talk about some of your songs and what influenced you to write uh, those songs uh, on my own. You know, um, <laughs> what, what, what um, I, I can almost kind of guess <laughs> what that song's about. I mean, I, I know the lyrics, and we played a little bit of it. But what influenced you to write those words to that song? When I got the track, and I listened to it, and I was like, man, I could tell my friend John is, you know, he's dealing with something. And me being who I am, and I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, I want to match him, and I want to, you know, pump that same thing out, you know, what he's feeling. You know, and so when I start writing it, you know, God started bringing back to me. You remember when you, you know, you sleep in your car and when you used to, you know, um, you know, work, just constant work. And, you know, people shut doors on you and, you know, push you off. And, you know, you, you've been on your own at that whole time, you know. And you remember how uh, certain things I put in front of you, I made you walk on your own because it strengthened you so i was like okay lord you know give me the words you know so i'm going in and writing and um and i was like man i did receive a lot of pain you know that i wasn't supposed to receive but i did receive it and it grew and it told me hey you know you got to go through these things right here to make you stronger to strengthen your spirit to you know uh, start realizing that what is in front of you and what you're going to go through, you know, is going to be better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're yeah. ordinary, you know what I'm saying? Everything that's ordinary to you right now, I'm going to take you out of that to make you extraordinary. That's good. So that's I was good. like, okay, Lord, you know, I'm start writing. So I got hype <laughs> with it. And I told him, I said, man, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you the verse right back to you. So he sent it to me. Man, good hour. I was like, man, you know, I, when I take time writing, like close to an hour, stuff like that, I know God is putting, right. giving it to me. So I said, okay, I, I got to write it this way. So I came, went in the studio, sent it back to him. And he listened to it. He said, man, how is it that every verse you write, how do you come up with that? Um, how do you come up with that type of energy? How do you come up with what you just put out yeah. and i said man you know i asked god you know i asked god give me what to write i ain't trying to lead it or guide it here and there i don't want to do it on my my own thing you know That's i want good. him to give it to me so he did it and i wrote it and he's like man here you go send it back to me i listened to it i said oh man that's it right there i like that that's good what about uh the song uh he is everything what was your influence behind that my inspiration behind he's everything was basically I, I still had a mental picture of what God gave me. 
And I was like, okay, Lord, you know, how do I display this song? You know, and say, my friend John, he's like, hey, man, I want to do this song. And I was like, okay, let's go. So he sent it to me, and I wrote to her, and, I, and God was like, hey, my people got to know that, hey, there's different parts of the body of Christ. So with different parts of the body of Christ, they all work together. You know, everybody's divided, and they got to remember that, hey, I'm everything that you need. You know, not everything is, you know, split here or split there. It all works together. You know, everything works out for its good. Yeah. So you got to understand that we're all together in this thing. Ain't no separation or who's better or this and that. So I was like, okay. That's, That's good. That's good. All right. Uh, so we got uh, this song. We're going to listen to this full song. Uh, it's called What? Oh, we already listened to Watch the Moon. That was the one we opened up with, right? Yes. This next song um, is called I Think That I Know. Oh, man. So let's talk about talk about what was the inspiration behind I Think That I Know and uh, and then tell us why. I know I know the, the, the hook, the chorus is in Spanish. Tell us why, why you decided to do that in Spanish as well. When I finished writing Biblical Intent and I pushed it out, I was like, okay, Lord, you know, what's, you know, I'm always asking the Lord what's next. So... Uh, this next album, I'm still praying about the title. And uh, God was like, I want this to be so much of a mixture. You know, because it ain't just people who speak English. It's ain't, you know, it's more than that that exists on this earth. Right. So, I uh, I said, okay, Lord, you know, give me, give me, just give it to me. So, I reached out. And I got... Uh, Estefa Severa seen a hook for me. Yeah. And um, I was like, man, you know, a lot of people go through a lot of different things in life and they don't know what God does for them. Yeah. You might be in a in a situation where you're like, man, I don't see nothing different. I don't know anything new. I ain't learned that new. You know, they call me mental retarded. They call me this. They call me that. But you don't know what God did for you. You know what I'm saying? Because danger is just everywhere your time could have ended a long time ago but god got you right here you know what i'm saying to to um embrace progression and when you embrace progression you know what I'm saying he details out your life man so until that. you do that then you don't really know what god you know has let's, for let's, you. let's do a little bit Lost in decision with no precision And hard to see in a house of members with no vision A split on a hundred if I do what if I don't entitlements Fell a generation that what they want Being young that ever made sense with some age Don't mean to open the fence His word is open to me His blessings lay on pages Feeding the spirit in me Work on my heart Heavenly Father I'm blessed to be a father Although praises don't go to the Father
Thank you, Heavenly Father, for pouring out grace and mercy on me. I thank you, Lord, for putting your blood on me. Now, what is she saying right here on the, on the hook? No. What is she saying? <laughs> I think Fair that I, in English. Um, hold on. Come on now, you should have known this. <laughs> I think that I know what he does for me. Man, I like to sing it in Spanish so much. Yeah. I think that I know what he does for me. I pray constantly that you fall on me. I think that I know what he does for me. No one hears the cries that I say to you. Okay. So now you, you said originally... Uh, she sang it in English, but then you, y'all decided to have her do it in Spanish. Yeah, and, I want talk about talk about that. Why? Why you just chose that? Because uh, she sung it in English, and I was like, "That's I like how you sung it in English," but I want to hear it in Spanish because you know I like the sincerity, you know, that you hear in languages. So. I said, sing it in Spanish for me, you know, and I kind of challenged her with it a little bit. I said, I want to see what you can do. So she came back and sung it in Spanish. And I was like, oh, man, I love it so much. And it was such a challenge to me. I had to go back and rewrite my verses. I said, <laughs> man, what? I said, okay. I said, I got what I wanted then. Yeah. So I went back and started writing it. Okay. I was like, man, I'm in love with this Spanish, you know, version of it all, man, because... Um, I, I was like, man, I don't know. I I think that I know, you know. I don't know everything that God does for me. So I was like, man, think that I know what He does for me. I pray constantly that You fall on me. I pray, Lord, that You fall on me. Bam, and then it ends. Um. Mark, it's been a pleasure uh, getting to know you, man. Um, you know, every every episode, I always tell some tell them to look in the camera and uh, and give an encouraging message to people, just out there in general, but then also to uh, you know the people. A lot of the people have sat where you're sitting right now, and have have been where the guys are that you 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 protect and serve every day you know uh at the at, in prison and um and it's you know we've had a retired warden on you know okay. and uh we even ask him to kind of say give a message to the ones that are still behind bars but uh you know you you're still serving those guys you're still serving you know um serving there at the unit and um but just a general message to all the inmates i mean this goes all the pando app is in in almost every state uh, lots of jails and prisons and so just give a general uh, encouragement to people that are behind bars you know knowing that some of the things you did could have easily put you behind bars as well yeah. you know if it wasn't for god's mercy that that intervened in your own life you know but but um you know just give a just give an encouragement to, to everybody sitting behind bars. What I want to say to everybody that's, you know, locked up behind bars, you know, uh, this is never the end for you. You know, God has so much more for you, but you got to embrace the progress to get the details of what he has for you. So once you 
look at that and know that and, you know, kind of dismiss yourself from how negativity and change your thought process, you know, the way you talk and everything like that. It's, it's, a, it's such a cleansing process. You know, once you get to know God, stuff like that, embrace how God wants to clean you up to change how you talk, to change your attitude, to change everything, because that's what's going to carry you, you know, over hills and mountains, leaps and bounds that you have in your life. And that will give you a lot of answers to what, um, you know, to what kind of questions that you bring up for yourself, like, you know, from childhood and up, you know. So I encourage you to, you know, ask God, you know, kind of put that demand on there to, you know, say, hey, where am I at in you? And how can I get even better? I want more of you. You, you want to have more of God. You know what I'm saying? I know people fall in different, uh, different religions and different things like that. So, um, but I want to encourage you to look in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? When you do praise and worship and you ask God for stuff, you know, ask God to show you in the mirror who you are. You know, what mistakes did I make? You know, how did I get to this point right here that ain't even me because I was never like this? You know, what influences came in and changed and impacted my life that got me off of quality, that got me off of authenticity, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, got me away from the genuine me, you know, embrace that i encourage you to do that I encourage you to you know listen to wisdom when it comes up when somebody say hey man i don't think you should do that or man you know what go do it do it this way you know what i'm saying and sit back and think about that listen to that you know uh improve yourself because the more you improve yourself the better your outcome is going to be so good and um i mean Keep God first all the time. Allow him to guide you. You don't want to, uh, you know, kind of cater it to how I used to be, how I do this. This is what I do. This is my thing every day. You know, get out of the, you know, your ordinary to make so that God can make you extraordinary, you know, beyond what, you know, you could do because he got so much more for you. You really do. You just got to be, you know, you just got to be open to want it. You got to be willing to want to get it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not all about, oh, man, I got to get this next hustle. I got to get this. Man, forget all that mess, man. <laughs> God will take care of you, man. If Amen. you take care of the birds, man, you know what I'm saying? He'll take care of you. It, Amen. What the birds got. You know, so. Amen. Well, let's uh, let's do this, man. Um, I want to I want to pray this out and uh, and because I, I want to make sure people watching understand that um, they can know where they're where where they're headed you know what i mean you ask god where am i headed and he and he told you and i want people that are watching this that not sure where they're headed uh to make sure today and so i'm going to pray a prayer what i'd like for you to do if you don't mind is is as as i pray uh i'm going to pray and then at one point i'm going to pray a a, a a prayer of salvation so that people that aren't saved, that maybe are serving other gods, other religion, that want to come to know the living God, the Jesus that we serve, uh, or people that are backslidden, that, you know, maybe grew up in church, you know, maybe had that influence, but have strayed away, uh, want them to come back to Jesus today. And so at some point during the prayer, I'm going to pray that prayer. And I'd like for you 
to repeat after me so that they know they they repeat after me so they're going to follow you and say your part does that make sense yeah so at some point whenever i i say all right we're going to pray this prayer then you just repeat after me and they'll follow you and repeat your part does that sound good yes all right i want to make sure we have enough music so i'm going to rewind that a little bit all right all right so uh father thank you for this episode. Thank you for Mark. Thank you for all you've done in his life. Thank you for never taking your hand off his life, Lord. Thank you for uh, letting him know that you, you know, you, you, you had, you called his mama to be praying for him all the time and that it was her prayers and his, in your grace, God, that, that brought him through every season of life that he went in, that he went through, Lord. And we thank you for that that question. We thank you for that dream you gave him. Lord, we thank you for the answer that you gave him that, that let him know, no, you're, you're on a path to hell and, and you need to change some things. So, Father, we thank you that you love us enough to not let us stay in the position or condition that we are, that you died for all of our sins. We thank you for that. And right now, Lord, we want to pray. And we want to pray a prayer that, 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 that can give us the assurance that if we die today, Lord, we know that they're even behind bars and even out here, there are people that are just dying right and left. And when, Lord, we want to make sure we know that where we're going when, we're, when we leave this earth, Lord. So right now, I'm going to pray this prayer. And if you're ready to give your heart to the Lord for the first time, or if you're ready to come back to the Lord and serve Jesus with all your heart, I want you to pray after me. And, uh, and Mark is going to say your part. Uh, he's going to repeat after me when I say it, and you just follow him. Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. By your spirit. By your spirit. I thank you. I thank you. For what you're doing in my life. For what you're doing in my life. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth. Believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. That Jesus. That Jesus. Died on the cross. Died on the cross. For my sins. For my sins. Rose again. He rose again. After three days, after three days, and ascended to heaven, ascended to heaven, and is sitting right by you, God, and is sitting right by you, God, praying for me, praying for me. I ask you into my heart, Jesus. I ask you in my heart, Jesus. Not just to to say that I believe you, not to saying that I believe you, but to to let you uh, be my Lord and Savior. To let you be my Lord and Savior. I give you all of my heart. I give you all my heart, so that I know, so that I know, I can spend eternity with you. That I can spend eternity with you. And today, and today, I change my ways. I change my ways. Just as you change my heart. Just as you change my heart. I change my mind. I change my mind. My people. Of people. My places. Of places. My things. My things. I serve you today, Lord. I serve you today, Lord. No matter what comes my way. No matter what comes my way. You are Lord of my life. You are the love, Lord of my life. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Give me the willpower. Give me the willpower. Give me the strength. Give me the strength. And the boldness. And the boldness. To stand my ground. To stand my ground. To put on a whole armor of God. To put on a whole armor of God. And to fight. And to fight. For you. For you, Lord. Thank you for having my back. Thank you for having my back. And my front. And my front. And my side. And my side. And my side. And my side. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, now listen, if you prayed that prayer uh, on the Pando app, you know, out here, in, in, if you're watching on YouTube out here in the free world, you know, get in church. Come to Social Dallas. Uh, if you're in the Waco area, you know, that area, uh, I'm sure there's good churches that you can find, you know, go connect with Mark, you know, go to his church. Um, but if you're all, if you're in prison and you're on the Pando app, and you just prayed that prayer and you got saved and you gave your heart to Jesus for the first time. There's a there's a, a line of videos down there called Fresh Start. 
and it, and and it and it's so such good videos. It tells you all about what to do next, salvation, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, baptism, all these man, things. So man. make sure you go watch those videos. Uh, get in church wherever you are in prison. Get in church. Yeah, there's some bad people and bad things going on at church, but not. But that's just how it is out here too. We got people out here that come to church for the wrong reasons. They want to show off their outfit. They want to look for a spouse, you know. Uh, so, so get used to going to church around people that are there for the wrong reasons. Go to church. Get connected, you know. Go to uh, go to celebrate recovery if you have it in your prison. Get involved. Be dis- allow yourself to be discipled. Because don't just sit there on the Pando app and think, oh, I'll just watch church on here. You need community. You need people in your life who are going to put their arms around you. Okay? You can't put your arms. You can put your arms around a tablet, but it can't put its arms around you. So get involved in church. Get involved in community. Get involved in in the prayer calls. I know every dorm, you know, every night. Man, I was in prison for three years, so I know every night there's somebody, prayer call, prayer call. Man, go to that prayer call. Go to that prayer call. And, uh, and and talk about things. Ask for help. Ask for prayer requests. And uh, but man, we believe in you. Me and Mark believe in you. Yeah. And uh, we believe that God has good for you. And we believe that you can change. Uh, that no matter what you've done, God still has a plan for you. Yeah, All right. Amen. We thank you. Thank you for listening to Background Check Podcast, where we believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It should pay you back. And uh, and so uh, we'll see. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm Jaden Gum, and this has been Background Check. From my steering wheel I open a Bible like I'm opening car doors I'd rather walk on the material to his throne doors His virgin speed wisdom and coming knowledge Enough to make you moonwalk from the ledge The hope cuts through the storms Convention obstacles outside the norm I'm floating on memories like petals on water I'm love even in tight quarters I got my hands in the healing process I'm switching lanes to a gang accident A smile through my last pages with the rhythm characterized lasting many ages Perseverance and work to be mature and complete Releasing stress over wasting time with ease I'm cruising and in the driver's seat oh, Lord, I'm with you I don't want nothing else I got a cruise so I'm blue I want to see you face to face I love you, I love you No matter what anybody gotta say Riding through the city and the lights are flashing Jazz music playing with a certain passion Time is moving slow and it's barely passing So now it's time for me to float away like magic Yeah, it's time for me to float away like it's magic I'm riding and I'm floating just like it's magic
o'clock and I don't know what I should do Should I go out with my friends, get together, play some pool Or take a ride by myself, it's kinda cool Play some music, chillin' out, so make a move Hop in my ride, strollin' through the city life Looking like Vegas, plenty of people flashing lights Gather my thoughts, is it wrong or is it right That I chose to be alone, yeah, this is my life But as I ride, the moon is right, the night sky is bright This is exactly what I needed, the vibe is at my height, yeah It's up there and it feels so good to be up in the moment Closing my eyes, thank my God, yeah, I am moaning Leaving all my worries behind the trail that follows me Like cloud nine, I'm floating through, feeling all so sleek And so I say, let me be who I need to be Calm, collected, anything that makes me feel free Riding through the city and the lights are flashing Jazz music playing with a certain passion Time is moving slow and it's barely passing So now it's time for me to float away like magic Yeah, it's time for me to float away like it's magic I'm riding and I'm floating just like it's magic This body we have many members now All the same function if everybody remembers He's everything no matter how I feel about it I let him in just to talk about it When it's hard feeling pain It's my ventilator life On my path as an aviator Goodness and mercy follow me All the days of my life If I didn't believe it I would've lost my life Jumping on stupidity Instead of forming a decision to clear myself Not everybody that votes and keep control I don't avoid the power Hold my faith Move the mouth to feel the hoes and increase my faith like the apostles While I'm breathing and living the gospel Or while I'm breathing the gospel He is everything that you could ask for Who would want it any other way He is the same now as it was before He can save your life today Seven days, yeah. And like a nine to five, his son's life was the one that paid your life off so you can get that chance again to be redeemed since he's the one that collects the sins. Everything that he does is for a purpose. Just like a mechanic, he is the one that will do the service and take your life from zero all the way to 100. Reset it all to keep you going. You know what I mean? I ain't saying it's just me wasting my breath. I'm telling you for a reason. He is everything. And if you don't know by now, you need to ask somebody. Come on, let's sing it. He is everything that you could ask for. Who will want it any other way? He is the same now as it was before. He can save your life today.
The year was 2020, month of March. Humankind was pierced in the heart. A virus that will take the world by storm. And not a single soul was ever warned. People dropping dead left and right. And others fight so they can keep their life. Targeted towards a certain group. So what you do is pray it isn't you. Fear control the lives of so many that they're so afraid just to live free. But our Savior saved us from the world. And the price was he died for you and me. So by stripes now we are healed. I hope these words that I say you can feel. By stripes, yeah, we are healing. Know that with him your faith has been sealed. Everything that he's been through, it was all to save your soul. From a world that's up against you, that will just swallow you whole. Take time to think about it, put it together and make the connection. You're meant to be kept in the back, of course, all in discretion. They will tell you what the real plan is, because if you knew, you'll make them frantic. So I say again, by stripes, we you healed, remember his death, then you will feel what he's been through. Just to bring you close, his love for your life, to his heart and he holds. Just so you know, this is the fight, this is the fight, so let's go. Yeah. The blood of Christ is what saves the soul. I don't know what you've been told, but if you really think it's something else, then wait until it's time to go home. You will feel what it's really like when this world turns so cold. So let him be the one to make it right and become one made of his mold. Just know that his blood is what saves. 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 Empty faith when fear is present God lays down until you call peace To be present, blame not before you have examined the truth Understand first, then rebuke the false complaining truth I'm no longer stranger to the covenant promise At a distance without Christ, by his blood Christ is all on us Entering the holiest by the blood A new living he consecrated for us To receive like a flood of blood from his stripes We are healed divine blood Keeps viruses and diseases passing over when I'm in the field. The blood is sufficient to kill off any affliction. The Holy Spirit in my heart, I'm walking on his best condition. Instead of vaccines, I need a born again transfusion. I'm sold out so Satan can stop the chaos, stop the confusion. To walk his path, what are you truly losing? This is a life before the real one begins, so everyone is choosing. The blood of Christ is what saves the soul. I don't know what you've been told, but if you really think it's something else, then wait until it's time to go home. You will feel what it's really like when this world turns so cold. So let him be the one to make it right and become one made of his mold. Just know that his blood is what saves. 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 Trapped 
in my mind, can't find my way out, crossroads are everywhere, go left or should I go right, can't seem to find my way there, every time that I overthink, I seem to go down this same path, like the devil's talking to me, saying that I will never last, that's why I come to you on my knees and submit myself to your glory, I'm asking cause I can't do this Lord, I need you to rewrite my story, I need you to take away all the pain, that I'm always stuck feeling, I need you to take this mind of mine, and begin to start healing, I wanna be the one that's close to you and feel everything that you have to give I wanna be able to say when I die that I really had a great life to live Take my life and make it right Give it all so I can fight I need your armor to protect my soul But I also need it to make me whole Lord, I know that when you do it everything will change for me I know that this blind soul of mine will also see That you are the one that can take me from this maze And put me somewhere different Lord Cause you showed me grace When everything is going of pain I didn't receive, left the book, my spirit knows to believe, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, he's restoring my soul, more of him is what I want, I'm walking right to left, left to right, grace to mercy, mercy to grace, in his sight, Lord receive me from depression, trying to be alert, firm in the faith to show expression, on my own I can't do it, I can't do it by myself, I won't see it, you are the healer, broken hearts at me and that I'm defeated is I wish thoughts no longer bitter about the pain It's drunk in medicine, so my actions won't be in vain I'm changing the channel from my past, my future precedes For everything to last, the Lord is my strength and my song He has given me victory over everything On his love arms stretching long The Lord's with me, he loves me, he wants me, he keeps me He washes and he cleans me when everything is going wrong And it's been going for too long I'm feeling like my mind is gone Cause I can't do this on my own Better situation for a better situation I know you never 
up. I confess this mess. These gimmicks and these games I remove off my chest. Lower it on everything around. Show me how to lean on you despite how it sounds. The pride of my heart has deceived me. His fullness we have all received. Grace upon grace. Lord bless me. In the past, my lungs walk the reaper's tomb. No smiling, doing evil under the moon. No patience to see the work of the Lord. Demons wanna cut my time, leaving me guilty with the Lord. Living in the sins brought the heavy weight. I'm glad he died to redeem me before it was too late. With the Lord, everybody got a date. Think about how grace and mercy is so great. Lord, thank you for making me new. Casting all my anxieties on him because he cares for you. I don't consider what I have made on my own, but what lies ahead and what lies ahead. Somebody tell me where I can pour my pain Praise and worship bring tears from my soul I can do all things through him Never gets old Blessings dealing with things mentally It gets cynical on visuals They don't get sad verbally I call for help and you heal me Not in a way I thought But how your spirit feel me The spirit I'm inflicting everything Instrumental drop is full on your mental chemical with nothing sinister My soul prophets it puts Potential from his fountain streaming picture. I wish I could see myself through his eyes, looking past my mistakes, being unconditional. No matter how people spread lies, hatred stirs up strife. The love covers all offenses. No matter subliminal intentions to keep my mind in the fences. I gotta break free, no shackles, no chains on me. Let me be free. Changing with you. I'm about 
control Heat is my strength and my shit despite How at times I wanna get on top of his heart Like David in the prayer Cover me, put your blood to add another layer Keep me in your perfect peace Summer rose, I don't want no walk to have your peace She's from me, renew me day by day Tonight, lose my heart on what is unseen Because what is seen is just a part You with me through the fire, neither height nor death will separate me from his plans and he is tired I know he walking with me, leading me, showing me, blessing me I wonder if I'm walking right, I turn 